Welcome to the Missouri Wind and Solar Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Shank, coming to you from our store in Seymour, Missouri. Each week with my co-host and Missouri Wind's General Manager, David Medeiros, we discuss the latest on renewable energy. Check out our additional educational information on our website at mwands.com. Thank you for downloading this podcast, and please subscribe. Okay, well, we've been on a little bit of a unintentional hiatus. <laughs> I guess we didn't necessarily mean to take the holiday off, but kind of worked out that way. But but we're back. We're back and better than ever. So uh, David's here, as always. He's being quiet. Hello. But what we wanted to talk about today is some of the appliances that we carry. And one of the big things, and David, you can you can help explain this better to me. We carry a series of particularly DC freezers and refrigerators. Yes. And so as I understand it, you can again you can tell me a lot a lot better, is that the DC is much more efficient because if you're if you're at home right now, you know, grabbing a Coke out of the refrigerator, you're even if it's plugged into an AC outlet, it's still basically a DC. Correct. Right. Yeah. Most all appliances, from toaster ovens to to refrigerators, are actually DC. But inside, internally, just like any, just like we rectify to DC power, they're rectifying it to to AC power. So what what happens is 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 it comes in AC power into their Say compressor right before it goes into the compressor is going. It's actually going through a rectifier and actually rectifying down to a to DC back to the refrigerator. So it's more efficient when I don't have to do rectifying the same way as a turbine. A DC turbine is actually more efficient than a AC turbine, except on a DC turbine I have a have to have a lot bigger wire. So there's kind of a trade off there. I'm willing to give up a little bit of my my efficiency to keep my wire sizing down to run that that big long run so that's kind of where where that that's that's the trade-off on the on the actual turbines so on the refrigerators and freezers it's exactly opposite and nobody's home is wired for dc power you know that's all designed for the ac power in mind well so i remember we we took this to the uh homesteading convention over in yeah yeah it was neosha i think Yeah. yeah And we literally had just uh, two of our AGM batteries, wasn't it? Yeah, that we yep. carried over there and and ran a. I guess is what was is that considered? Because I know, I know the one freezer we were running wasn't a you know a super large one. This is about a half size freezer. What what is? Well, that? it was a nine cubic foot is what we had over there. Which I mean, a nine cubic foot freezer is not. You know, yeah, it wasn't small. It's not but small. But still, there, but, there's, there's a larger one than that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, in the in the freezer world, you'll see, you know, 14 cubic foot, 17 cubic foot, 21 cubic foot. You know, about 21 is about as big as you'll see in a single freezer application. But for most people that, you know, especially our, our core group, you know, if they can get, you know, a 9 cubic foot freezer – that puts a lot of you know that, that's you yeah know, that was that was plenty big. Matter of fact, I mean, in my home, that's what I use as a nine cubic foot in my home, and it's now I have an AC. I had it well before, and you know, 
it puts a lot of meat in the freezer. Yeah. I mean, I can store a lot of goods in that in that freezer. So. Oh yeah, I, I mean, there was there was certainly you know a, a family of two level, you know, sort of thing. And I would imagine if you got up in there at twenty one. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, and you know, just uh, just overall sizing. When when people always will ask us, you know, what size freezer do you think I need? You know, me personally, you know, I, I'm a meat eater. I I eat a lot of meat, <laughs> and and so we have some of our own own animals processed you know and that will it can a full 300 pound hog i mean it can you can put the processed hog and then and i also process myself about four deer a year and it can hold all of that and still have room for you know the frozen vegetables things of that nature so i mean it can hold a lot typically a year's worth of meat in a nine cubic and that's for a family of four yeah you know so that's so that you know but the, the new freezers that we have you know we're not we're not calling them really cubic foot freezers anymore because they're uh that's not the way they that when we bought them you know they're you know they're 268 liter a 508 liter which you can do the equi- you know the math equivalent and that's going to be around a nine cubic foot and a around a 17 cubic foot you know so both of them one of them's a pretty large freezer you know that that 508 is a very large freezer actually so so let's talk about so the ones we've got out here, I, I know we we inventory, and it's really pretty cool because I don't know too many folks that carry, I mean, in stock. Yeah, where we, if you need a freezer or refrigerator, we can ship it out tomorrow. That's right. And the question I've got, so how does this get hooked up in a typical, even because even if you're off-grid, mm-hmm. like, does Sam have one of these? He doesn't. Well, he's got a, a small refrigerator right now, but he's getting ready – He's got a chest type refrigerator and he's getting ready. We also have an upright refrigerator freezer as well. And that's what he's getting ready to buy. Okay. And Sam's our local off grid. Yeah. So. <laughs> he's been on he's yeah. been on the podcast before. So when you hook that up, are you basically just running that straight off the batteries? Straight to batteries. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very, very simple application for these. We would typically recommend that you run them on their own separate system because they're twelve and twenty four volt. 12 or 24, they're self, they're auto detecting, so they can do either one. So you can do this on a, you don't have to run it on its own system, but it's, it's easier now, to, to maintain. Okay. But when you talk about running its own system, what do you mean? That it has so its own set of batteries? Its and own has set a, of batteries, its own set of solar panels, its own really? charge controller. Yeah. If you do that, you know, say the, the rest of the house goes out, your lights, you know, some, something goes wrong with that inverter, whatever, whatever happens to go wrong on that other deal, it goes out. Well, the one thing I can't have go out is my refrigerator and freezer. Right. You know, I you know I, I lose all my food. You know, I cannot have that. It's got to run you know, on a constant level. So the same as a, like at my home there again, I'm an AC freezer, but I'm on its own circuit. You know, I didn't put it on, on any other circuits. It's on its own circuit for the simple way as I I wanted it on its own circuit. So I, that way I'm on. You don't DC. pop it with something else. That's right. I don't want it. You know, I can't have that freezer go out. You know, at you know, at all costs, I have to keep that freezer running. So. so, and I think I've asked you this before when we were talking about these. So let's just say you you did have power outage and you had this off grid scenario. Could you not just attach a panel to it, throw the panel out in the sun? I mean, or is the or is the power fluctuation? The power fluctuation is a little bit. You could do that. If you knew for sure you're going to go get batteries, you know, within the next day or so, and we're going to have batteries, you could kind of do that as a, you know, get by situation. 
but overall it's not going to do because there again, as soon as the, so as the solar panel doesn't have enough, you know, sunlight on it to produce voltage, it's really hard it's on the compressor. Be, yeah, and, and the compressor is going to be kicking on and off. The compressor is really going to have a hard time if, for instance, you have kind of a cloudy day and it doesn't quite have that voltage. What it'll do is it will still run, but like any compressor, if it's not getting, you know, even an air compressor, if it's not getting quite enough power, it runs it really hot. It, it causes it a lot of heat, to, and that could cause failure in the compressor. Well, but but with the, I mean, these things are like incredibly insulated. Oh, I mean, if you if you were out yeah. for a day or two, it probably yeah. wouldn't even matter. Yeah. One of the things that you've said you ought to do is if your freezer is not full all the way, is fill it up with yeah. jugs of yeah, water. Yeah, jugs of water and the bottom. You know, you always want to keep that. The reason you want to keep it on the bottom, for one, is you just don't want to have to move it around when you're trying to get whatever you're trying to get out. Two, that's, I mean, it's actually going to radiate that that cool up through the actual unit, you know. And so I do that all the time. As, as soon as my refrigerator freezer starts getting down to where I can stick my bottles back on the bottom, I immediately start doing that. I mean, because it is is way more efficient, you know, if a freezer has something that is actually cold inside of it than versus if it's just sitting there trying to cool air. Air does not want to stay cool. Air wants to come to room temperature at any given time. I mean, that's, you know, it wants to come back up to room temperature. So we've got the, I don't know how many, how many of the... We have five different, five different varieties of refrigerators and freezers in stock. We have a two upright refrigerator freezers and they're, one of them is going to be about 260 liter, which is about a six cubic foot, five, five, six cubic foot. And then the other one is going to be about a 10 cubic foot. What do they, what do they run about price wise? Price wise, they're going to be in around, the one is going to be around 599. The other one's going to be about 799. Okay. Almost, I'd almost defy to find a cheaper refrigerator freezer on the market. It's a DC refrigerator freezer. Okay. Would it be worth it? If you even if you had an AC system to try to put one of these in, oh yeah, I mean any anywhere that you you know me for instance, I've got a shop that that I've got some solar on that I use for the lighting. I didn't want to have to run new wire. I mean, for one, I couldn't run it from my house. I was going to have to set a new meter or run it from the pole. I didn't want to do that. I just needed some lights. But at the same time, the shop keeps evolving. You know, and I'm out walking in the <laughs> shop. Evolving. I, yeah, I don't want to have to walk all the way back to the house to go get something to drink. You know, a cold bottle of water. This would be a this would be a great application for that. Plan so. to get Emily's views on the shop, <laughs> the evolving shop. The evolving shop. That's right. <laughs> so we've got those. The other cool thing that we've got is a, a solar split system, right? Yep, a mini split. Yep. Those are incredible. We've got we've got one, and, and unfortunately. It wasn't available at the time we put the split in the apartment here at the store, but that thing is incredibly efficient. So I can only imagine what what's what are the specs on that like? The specs on this, the the DC splits. Okay, we have two different models. We have a about an eighteen thousand BTU unit, and then a and about a twelve thousand BTU unit. The eighteen thousand is going to heat and cool. It, it got their heating and cooling functions both. I mean, they can heat and cool both like most mini splits are, it can do up to about 900 square feet just in one single unit alone. So, uh, so that's a, that's a big area. Yeah. You know, yeah that's, I mean, that's, that's a, a respectable. Yeah. So between seven and 900 square feet, you know, the better you are insulated, the more square footage you can do actually as well. And it takes about six solar panels and then about 600 amp hours worth of batteries. And it's a 48 volt system, by the way. 
so it's not a huge system that you have to put in with it to begin with. It's it's fairly it's fairly reasonable system that you put in, and that's on the the bigger one and the smaller one. It's four panels and about four hundred amp and about four hundred amp. Just four batteries. panels. Yeah, and then you have heating and cooling taken care of in your home. That is amazing. And, and it's amazing. Now, have you? I assume you've looked at one of these. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. Because one of the things that that I think is cool, and and it's such a it's such a minor thing, but with the split that's in the apartment here, is that it doesn't have the traditional filters. Yeah. What is, I mean, which which makes this a, a perfect. I, I mean, if you if you want to, you know, have a preparedness in a very comfortable fashion. Right. I mean, you don't you don't have to buy filters for this. It's got the ones that are in there. It's, it's like an electrostatic kind of filter on it, where you just vacuum it off every you know every month or whatever, and stick them back in there and go. Same deal on this one. I mean, that's just it's just very it's just very efficient overall. I mean, even even in that sort of thing. I mean, that's that's pretty minor, but it's still a yeah. But it's still it it's makes still it a lot a, easier to yeah, deal I with. I mean, it, you know, if you're there again in off grid or whatever scenario it's in, you know, you you. You think about it a month later. Oh, I need to get a, a filter. You know, you don't have to go look for a special filter anywhere. It's just get it out, get it cleaned off, put it back in, and and you're back. You're back going. What do those? What do those run? They're going to be in the twelve to sixteen hundred dollar range, depending on which one you're you're going to purchase. Okay. So really, I mean, overall for a for a heating cooling, many, uh, you know, and you go look at a mini split. I mean, there again, you say you you know you you've bought one. You know what they cost for the for the AC models. Yeah. You know, and they're they're not a cheap deal. Just even on the AC model, I mean, they are very very reasonable price. And there again, these are a total. You do not have to have AC power in any form to, to run these. You know, and as right now, that we're we're one of the first that has the mini splits available in the U.S. And you think about that, and I tell you what, that is a that is a big deal because we had to run a thirty amp over to yeah. that one that 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 we have. And you know, if you've ever done it, you don't just go throw a thirty amp. No, right. you just don't. <laughs> that's exactly right. You got to make sure that that's all properly set up. And and in our case, we actually had to run it, which was right, right. which was the I think that was probably as expensive as the unit was. When we yeah. had to run run yeah. the the wire for that. And there's so many applications of this. You know, it doesn't just have you don't just have to live off grid if you have a if you have a well, if, a little, if your shop is evolving, right? Your you've shop got a shop. If you've got have, a, yeah, you've got a shop. <laughs> you've got a you know anything that you wanted to kind of heat and cool. That there again, I mean, that you don't want to have to run a thirty amp service to. You know, maybe you have maybe you've built a hunting cabin for years. You've kind of relied on the old wood stove, or you know, the, the winter time, summer times. You just eh, you just kind of bear with it type of deal. You know, you don't have to do that anymore. Just a, a simple. A simple setup and can kind of get you going you know so and there again it's not a you know overall installing the entire system you're probably going to be looking at about twenty five hundred dollars on that bigger unit you know not going to be a real now and two just the i know the the freezers obviously have to ship freight does this do those ship freight also? no those can actually go ups okay yep they're small enough they can go ups i know that the the actual unit that hangs on the wall in the apartments yeah pretty substantial but. yeah these are these are about four foot long the boxes are about four foot long but they're still light enough because they're in two different boxes that can go ups so okay i can ship those ups am i forgetting anything else i know 
No, that's the that's the main that's the main new stuff we have in stock. We do actually have a new line of inverters we have in stock now. Started carrying the SkyMax brand. SkyMax brand, the Thunderbolts is what we have going right now. From all of our testing that we've done here at the store and from customer reviews, they're they're a great they're a great new inverter and, and at and, a great price and point. I say the price point on it is I mean, really strong. They are strong. I mean, they are really really nice for the for the price point that's on them. So that's uh, but that right now that's. That's kind of what we have going. We have, you know, Wes is always with me, and we're always trying to bring new and innovative products to the market, and we do it all the time. So we'll make sure that you know when we bring the new ones, new stuff to market again. And we'll continue monitoring David's shop Evolve as it evolves. Shops. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all we've got for today. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll – We'll bring you another podcast here shortly. Sorry, sorry for the break, but we'll we'll keep them knocked out here on a regular basis. All right. Thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast today. If you have a question that you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast, email us at radio at mwands.com. You can follow us on our website, mwands.com, or subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Check out our store at mwands.com and buy some stuff. Buying stuff allows us to continue to produce our educational broadcasts, like our podcasts and YouTube videos, and most importantly, it keeps Lucy's doggy chicken treats coming. Thanks again.